Coming up on this episode of Don't Panic, we began by discussing the secrets of a good pour-over coffee and which household appliances are too dumb for you to own. Then we get into this week's tech news, including the non-spoilers of Westworld, why Sweden is backing away from real money, and the best way to leak an anti-leaking memo. Stick around, it's all happening right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 199, recorded April 16th, 2018. Leaky Memos. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this, again, episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on Gadgetnet. You are Judge Jang, joined, as always, by two guys who stuck around for the second taping, Colby Rabadou and Dan Miller. Gentlemen, it, welcome back. I feel like I just recorded this show. It's crazy. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. as much as I would like for the audience to not have to hear you two talk, uh, we figured that it might be nice to have your volume turned on, so we're going <laughs> to... Only hey, thank thanks big thanks to Percy in the chat who pointed out otherwise we I swear to God we would have done the whole episode. <laughs> That's true. And it would have actually I would have I had a backup, so it wouldn't have been the end of the world, but still. Uh we should have held like a or I guess we still can, a what almost like the the podcast version of a caption contest where you fill in what you think Colby and I said based on what Sean's responses were. <laughs> totally, I love that. Well, that's kind of like the like a New Yorker caption contest. Yes. Did I just say that? You mm. said caption contest. I no, didn't okay. know what that meant. I was just. Oh, I was but you know that. what Sean meant when he said New Yorker caption contest? Well, no, but I can with <laughs> with the added context. Of <laughs> with the the added I can New Yorker guess what the caption contest. Just is. keep piling context on. We'll get it eventually. Oh. Okay. I just also on this uh, retaping, I noticed episode 200 is next week. Yeah, can oh you God. believe it? And we got, what if we, we got big things planned. Yeah. Such as? <laughs> it's a secret. Okay. No, I no, I don't know. I don't have anything planned. <laughs> but we didn't do anything special for 100 either. So. No, but here, I feel like if it's a slow news week next week, uh, and I have no idea if it would be. We could do our favorite, uh, our favorite "Don't Panic" episodes of the last four years, <laughs> or ep- not episodes, stories. Take the picks, oh, take God. all your picks, and make We've a done. super pick. <laughs> super pick. We've done like super so train. many. We 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 have almost two hundred. It seems like a lot. It's my, that's my recommendation. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I could pick. do a super pick. I think it'd be hard. Yeah, I mean, we're not here to do easy things. I mean, we've done about 600 picks, so, (laughs) you know, that's a wide... I think think what we should do is we should each pick our favorite pick from one of the other hosts. So, like... Like pick Secret Santa? Yes, (laughs) sort of, yes. So, like, I'll look at Dan's picks, and I have to pick my favorite thing Dan has ever picked. I like it. And then, Dan, you pick Colby, and then Colby will pick me. How's that? Okay. Okay. And I think that that might be fun. And otherwise, we'll just reminisce about all the memorable moments over the years. All the good times. Yes. And the shows. Yep. Yep. I mean, think of all the best of episodes we've had. <laughs> just one, right? Yeah. The, the, the one time we will ever do a clip show and <laughs> never again. Let me make that crystal clear. That was a nightmare. <laughs> Um, too much work yeah but gosh that's great but 199 is also a great number yeah is um 
does 200 have a special word is is what's sesquicentennial is that like 150 i think so 200 200 is bicentennial oh that's a good one yeah oh you're right 150 yeah yeah, it it reminds just me of the, uh, what does it mean if you do something every three weeks? Uh, Sesco Fortnightly. Yes! Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Lord. God help us. Um, I was going to tell you guys, I had a coffee revelation. Oh! Over, the, pa- over the past couple weeks. So... I discovered two things about coffee, okay? And and part of this comes from I've wanted to get into pour over. Cuz I think pour over is good. I like have it. You, where did you have it before making it yourself? I've never made it myself. I've only had it at coffee shops. Yeah, that's what I asked. I feel like you and I are not communicating tonight. <laughs> no. Am I Dan, I never listen to you guys when we do this. It's oh. I can't believe it's taking 200 episodes. <laughs> it's taking us 200 episodes to realize. I just I just gloss over whatever you say and just say whatever Sean, I think. What happened before is usually Sean mutes our our voices on his It's feed. distracting. It's distracting. <laughs> I can't give my best performance if I've got this chatter in my ear. Um no, Dan. No, I've never made it at home. I've only had it outside the home. But well, I like it. Fair. I, I can't imagine you going to like a hipster coffee place. I have gone to hipster coffee places. Oh wow! Yes, we have some here in middle of nowhere, Massachusetts. Okay. Uh, they they do exist. So and they they do a good job. That's actually part two of my revelation. Which now I'll make part one. Which is, have you had Starbucks pour over? No. No. It's actually not bad. Not that I'm a coffee expert, but I think Starbucks drip is terrible. But their pour over actually isn't that bad. It's way better than their like. If you ha- don't have a choice and you have to go to Starbucks, but you also have a few minutes, do the pour over. Way better than their regular coffee. And how yeah. do they, are they doing it like by hand, like they would at the hipster coffee place? Wow. I, I don't think they do it at, with as much finesse. I think they're a little faster with it. <laughs> but they they do take the water and they they don't pour it all at once. They pour a little bit and a little bit, and it takes a little bit of time. But they'll do it. It's actually pretty good. Sweet. Cool. Which Good leads to me know. to my other discovery, which is I'm gonna get so much shit for this. You can put cream and sugar in a pour over coffee. I did not know that. I never put the pieces hey. together because it was always pour over, right? It's like, oh, it's a fancy coffee. You gotta yeah. savor all the individual notes, right? Of course you gotta drink it black. No, they'll let you put cream and sugar in it <laughs> if you ask. And it's, wait, and it's wait, wait. yeah. You have to ask? Yeah, uh, I, I, have, I have a lot of questions here. Okay, I'll try and answer them. No promises. First one is Colby's question. You have to ask, like, is this Starbucks? Is this the hipster coffee place? No, I've been to I've been to actual hipster coffee places. Oh, okay, and but don't they typically have the cream and I guess the sugar just out at the little uh, accessory booth, well, <laughs> coffee accessory area? I will say the Starbucks in my town does not. They have sugar out, but all of the creams are behind the counter. You have to ask. I guess I don't really remember if Starbucks did that. No, most of them do. It's just weird that mine doesn't. The other thing Uh is the the fancy Italian coffee shop near me, like, is so obsessively snobbish about everything that I am afraid to ask and afraid to do it Mm -hmm. like myself. Because I'm afraid that they will judge me in the same way they judged Colby at that subway. 
Um, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. Just as bad. Like, I fell down at a subway. Yeah. Spilled the soda on me. And they're they're still mad about it. <laughs> okay. The shame. Oh. Did you fall? Did you spill a soda and then fall down? Or did you fall down and spill the soda? I fell down and spilled the soda. Like, okay. and there were no there were no caps. They were out of caps for the soda, so it it was less of a spill and more of a like I threw it. It sort of like <laughs> all the liquid went up out of the cup and came down like I'm projectile slipped. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I see. <laughs> but it's better you did okay. it with a with a soda than with a hot coffee. Definitely. Yeah. And the good, I mean, the silver lining was that this was at the subway right across the street from my old apartment. So I just like went back to my old apartment and changed my clothes. Uh, and moved on with your life. Anyways. I did. Yeah. Okay. So you will do that. And that, I guess, makes sense. It, and can you still, you can still tell that it's pour over when you put cream and sugar in it. If if you gave me a drip coffee with cre- cream and sugar and a pour over with the exact same amount of cream and sugar, absolutely you can tell a difference. Okay. It makes it way better. That's a fun trick for the folks at home. Interesting. What, what about it is better? Is it the notes? Well, it is. Well, it's the same thing between a regular drip coffee and a regular pour over. It's the same thing where you you know it's just whatever about just it tastes better. Like it's got more flavor and it doesn't mm. have like that burnt sort of. That burnt machine taste. flavor that that does it when you put it through the machine. So it's it's a win win. Mm-hmm. Now, how much cream and sugar are you putting in these things? I try not to put in as much, and I don't. I am not insane enough to do French vanilla flavored creamer in it. Like that is a oh step too far. You're I won't. Even I know better. Hang on. Even last I week know. at at the co working space, they first they you know they have a Keurig machine. And, you know, whatever. In a pinch, it'll do. But the only coffee they had was, like, the hazelnut-flavored coffee pods. I hadn't had that since college, and it is sickening. It's sickening. It's great. I drink that every day. You know what You know what? my beef with? I've definitely told both of you this before, but I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast. But my beef with flavored coffee is that it smells amazing. Like, French yeah. vanilla coffee smells awesome, but it tastes exactly like regular coffee. It doesn't taste like anything at all. It tastes uh, like regular coffee with more sugar in it, which is what it is. Yeah. Like if you just have I just mean like the like you can buy French vanilla coffee beans and there's no sugar in it. Like it's just like French vanilla flavored and it smells like it would be amazing. It it smells like it would taste like a, a Starbucks like caramel macchiato or some some shit <laughs> like that. But really it just tastes like coffee but it smells like something else entirely. So, so there's like maybe it's like cognitive dissonance or something where your nose is smelling one thing and your mouth is tasting garbage. Right. Um, yeah. No, it's very it's, confusing. French vanilla is the weakest of the coffee flavors. Ooh. I, I, I'll for, go there. Up for a debate topic. You know, we've never done coffee. We've never done coffee. Coffee flavor bracket. And and I see how see how poorly you can do this one. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna stand up. I think the nuts, the nut your hazelnuts, your pecans, your 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 nut flavors, that's the way to go. Because it mm-hmm. complements the coffee. But anyway. That is uh that was that was my my so now I get to try pour over, but I don't have to drink it black because I don't like it that so way. What did you get your uh, gear yet? No, Are you but, all geared out. You no, geared but, out of your skull. No, but the problem is, I make a big thermos when I go to work every day, and I'm so lazy in the morning that mm. 
I mm. so so I'd end up having to keep my Keurig, and it, it just I think it's just more of like a special when I'm I don't know if I'd go through the hassle of doing it, and they got to keep all the stuff at the house and yeah. I have like a like a, a plastic pour over thing that it that's what I use to make oh, my coffee little... every day. It's like a it's like a thing that holds the filter, and then there's a thing that goes on top that you put the water in, and it drips through slowly just into a cup. It makes one cup at a time. Yeah, but then you also need a uh, a kettle as well to heat the water. Yeah, I mean, I use a teapot. Like I don't use. That's what I mean. It yeah. does. So it does it. Obviously, I'm sure it doesn't do it correctly, but it theoretically does the pouring over for you. Like mm-hmm. there's like a, a vat that goes on top and it has tiny little holes and it just like drips through drip, drip, drip. I feel like it comes out pretty good. I, like I haven't done a taste test, so. Yeah, we'll have to come to your house and do a uh, and because and, and, we know we know you're a good uh, bartender, but we have not experienced barista Colby. Right. <laughs> you know, Barisa Colby is 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 a lazy motherfucker. That's the best kind of uh, barista, though. Hey, you come to my house, you get the Keurig. So that's called that's just called being efficient. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, we should do it, Dan. Dan, you can bring your uh, your actual fancy thing. Right, my glass bottle and the coffee filters that fit in it. <laughs> That's it's a it's a whole lot of equipment. Now, see, for me, I find like it. I had a a Keurig thing for a while, uh, and you know they say that you're not supposed to drink coffee as soon as you wake up. Yeah. And not not for like optimal, you know, sort of caffeine utilization. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what doing it the fancy way gets me is I, uh, like I'm not gonna just roll out of bed and press the button. Like, if I'm going to make coffee, it's like, okay, well, I might as well, like, take a shower first. And if I'm hungry, I'll probably eat breakfast then before I make the coffee because that feels more important. And before you know it, it's like an hour after you've woken up is the soonest that you can get the cup of coffee. So, and there's a nice, I don't know, I, I guess if you're making it, I don't make it before I go to work. Mm. I just get the shitty Keurig thing at work. Fair enough. Uh, and on the weekend, it's like a nice relaxing activity. Like, okay, I'm going to spend five minutes and I'm just going to do this thing. I probably would do it on the... Maybe I will. Maybe I will. I might, yeah, it's it's like it's one extra thing. Like No, I think on the weekend beautiful. I would do it. Yeah. You can set it out on the table or on your stove or something. Hmm. That's interesting. My, ne- my next culinary... This is another topic, but my next culinary adventure is a rice cooker. I think I'm going to get a rice Ooh. cooker. Rice cookers are great. Because I, co- I eat too much pasta now. Mm. And I want to move off the pasta onto rices and other grains. I think I've finally like mastered cooking like two servings of rice. Yeah, like, I can do that very well on on a stove in a regular pan. Very well is a strong word. I can do it consistently, like not badly. <laughs> I've never been able to cook rice properly. I still cannot do it. It's overcooked. It's undercooked. It's burnt. It's wet. It's brown it's everything that it's not supposed to be so <laughs> i need to streamline it like all at the same time or like oh, just it's one? like you would literally you would look at me and be like sean it's goddamn minute rice how did you screw this up and i find innovative ways to make rice incorrectly so i'm hoping i can i can help with that process now in my experience using a rice cooker and as long as it's not weird rice 
it's pretty brain dead too. That's, that describes me well. So okay, I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna run with that. Colby, do you have a rice cooker? This is our most interesting episode ever. No, <laughs> I don't have. Problem. I don't have any appliances. I don't even have a microwave. Well, I was gonna say, Dan. I don't know where of you course, I don't it. have a rice cooker. You don't have. You, <laughs> you do not have an appliance. <laughs> I have a. I have a stove and a fridge. I guess those are appliances. And the teapot. Don't forget the teapot. It's but it's a, it's a it's a it's not an electric teapot. It's like it goes on the stove. You fill it up with water, and it it's like a pan. <laughs> you guys need to yeah. You need to broaden your appliance horizons. Oh, I, I would love to broaden love, my appliance horizons. I love appliances. First, I need to broaden my my cabinet horizons, which cost dollars. <laughs> I don't know if I want to spend the dollars. What I need to do is I have a I have a deep fryer I never use. I got to trade that in for the rice cooker. If anyone, if any fans out there want my deep fryer, <laughs> send us an email. Don't panic show at gmail.com and maybe uh, maybe we'll autograph it and, and send it to and you. And a, a three paragraph essay describing why you deserve this deep fryer. Yes. No. No. You got to you have to submit a thirty second video using the hashtag uh, Don't Panic Deep Fryer <laughs> and tell us tell us why you're our biggest deep fried fan and and maybe we'll send it to you. <laughs> Oh dear. Terms and conditions may apply. Yes. Many will enter. Few will store work. for more details. Yes. Uh do you guys want to talk about some tech news or keep talking about fun household appliances? Because <laughs> I'm good with either. Is oh, it... can I make my joke from the first episode yes. again? Yes, please do. <laughs> Today twenty five thousand seven hundred and forty six people ran by in my apartment. That's all. That's the Boston Marathon. Was the Boston today. Marathon. Anyways, <laughs> I thought it was good. I'm surprised they let a... them run through an active construction zone. <laughs> right, right. Maybe that's what they they were doing. They last weekend they were doing construction on Sunday, like they were jackhammering at 8 a.m. Like maybe the reason they were doing that is to like make it safe for people <laughs> to run through. I don't know. I can just imagine the horrific scene of like just people piling up on each other as they're tripping and falling in the construction zone in that little yeah. tunnel. Right. I can imagine it too. Bad idea. Madness. <sighs> well, you know where we're running straight into this week's tech news. Uh, we've got some stories here in the rundown that we are going to talk about. Uh, Apple, Oath, Tesla, Sweden. Oath. I don't know, guys. Sweden. Where do you want to start? We got all kinds of stuff in here. I let's see. Well, we should probably start with some some uh, feedback, follow up, follow up. Oh, follow up. Sean, Sean tried to trick me. I I tried into, to trick you into getting spoiled on Westworld season two. Yeah, well, uh, for I hope people watched last week's episode in the, of course everyone did, but in the rare case you didn't, uh, we covered a story where the Westworld creators, uh, Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy, were threatening on Reddit to release a video that would spoil everything that would happen in the upcoming season two, and we had a question for ourselves, would they really do it? Would they really do it? And we placed one of our patented Don't Panic $5 bets where I said, oh, yeah. no way they do it. And if they do release a video, it'll be a joke. There's no, they're not going to do it. And Dan said, they're definitely, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. And boy, was I excited when they released a video <laughs> only to find out that they rickrolled all of us. 
do they really rickroll us? They, you guys didn't watch the video? No, no what if it kidding? was real? Oh no, I, I can't take that risk. I was like trying to hint in the Slack, like guys, you watch. Did a very bad job hinting. No, it's you like the, and the article you posted. Oh god, no, the first. Out here, spoiler alert! Uh, for the spoiler alert, the first like three minutes, they make it seem like it's real. They don't actually reveal anything, and then they cut to um, who plays Dolores? What's the actress's name? Oh, I don't know. She's cool though. Evan Rachel, Rachel. Wood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got one she, of them right. She sings a piano version of "Never Gonna Saints? Give You Up." Yeah, she sings Whoa. it. Never gonna give you up. She, you literally get rickrolled, and then the rest of the twenty-five minute video is a picture, is a video. I'll put up on the screen here for the folks uh, at home to watch. Is is of a dog sitting at a piano while uh, kind of ragtime player piano music plays. It's <laughs> it's, it's, it? it's it's all a big troll thing. Man, awesome. I'm bummed, mostly because I'm out five bucks. But also because I think it would have been a cool thing to do. Oh, to spoil it? it yes, been let's, interesting. yes, let's talk about that. It, it, I think that's I think it's a terrible idea, and I don't think they should have done it. Well, but here's I was thinking about this uh, since there are a lot. There's lots of TV shows that are pre-spoiled. Game of Thrones was for the most part for a long time. Sure. Uh, anything, yeah, anything based off a book or anything that has been made into a TV show before. Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, but that's... Uh, yeah. So, but the, that doesn't diminish those shows. P some people, <clears throat> my friend Steve, are going to, as soon as they finish the uh, season finale of season one of Game of Thrones, go right on to the Game of Thrones Wikipedia and learn everything there is to know about the, how everything else is going to happen. <laughs> some people, and that didn't diminish... I, it, it made me upset, but it didn't diminish my viewing experience. Yeah, but I think it's a little different because with that, there was no real option to hide it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the secret was out before they even started making the shows in those yeah. cases, right? But in this case, it's a completely new thing that you there is the option for everyone to not be spoiled. So what you're saying is it's better if you no one can be spoiled. Right. I'm just, I'm just saying to... It's one thing to, like, have a small leak or, like, even the day before the episode airs, you find out about that. But to find out about a whole season, I mean, what's going to take three months to air the whole season, maybe longer, to spoil that entire length of time on day one, I just think is kind of unnecessary. Like, what's the advantage to do? I feel like the, the, the sort of uh, cons outweigh the pros on that one. I think the risk of ruining it for a lot of people doesn't make up for the few people who want to know what happens. Mm. Okay. I, I, feel I, like, I see your point. I feel like I'm the Superman to your Batman on this one, Dan. <laughs> I, I see your point. I don't think that the worst case scenario in like the Game of Thrones case was that bad. No. Almost no one, I think, got spoiled. Like, I'm sure there are some trolls on 4chan or whatever that were posting things, but for the most part, it was fine. Well, and I think, I mean, honestly, I, you know me, I'm not, I don't like to watch shows as they are, and I don't really care. And, like, Silicon Valley, I haven't been watching because I'll just binge the whole thing when it's done. But, like, I will watch Westworld next Sunday, this Sunday night, because... It will get spoiled on Monday on Twitter just because of who I follow, uh -huh. and that's it. Just it just is what it is, and so you got to deal with it. But you know, don't make it worse. 
Yeah. See, what I so what I would worry about if they did this is like what effect would it have on the the post West Westworld like rumor podcast analysis, which is my my <laughs> next to the show is my second favorite part of Westworld. Like what's your third favorite part? Uh, <laughs> the robots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're robots. robots. um like i i feel like the i listened to a similar podcast about game of thrones but i feel like it's hard to say what like game of thrones is past the books at this point right so like yeah whatever is happening in game of thrones now is it's it's effectively a, a, a new show but did you uh, listen to that podcast when one of them did know everything that was going to happen? What do you mean? Before they went past the books, did you listen to that podcast and hear the analysis? Unfortunately, I don't. Well, maybe a little. It was still good, but it was... I mean, Game of Thrones, you still have the thing where, like, are they going to do... Like, this is the thing that happened in the books. Or, like, this is what happened in the books and the show has diverged from the books in this way. So, like, what's going to happen next? But if they just told us what was going to happen, like, I guess, like, maybe we could all have our fun anyways, like, just pretend we didn't know or, like, try and not get spoiled or something. But I I feel like it would, I don't know. There was also that year, probably, I don't know, two or three seasons ago where the first three episodes leaked from what they gave to the critics yeah. online. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I you know I don't I don't know that every show could do this. I would like to see a show try to do it though. It's a, certainly an interesting idea. And by the way, I would be and this Colby, this is kind of getting what you were saying. I think people would get suspicious and be like, "Are they really telling us the truth in this thing?" And then That's all what the, I the speculation, yeah, the speculation wouldn't be so much. I think it would switch instead of what's what might happen to is what they're saying is going to happen. Really, what's going to happen? I think what I was hoping secretly was that this was all part of sort of the meta uh, mm. Westworld marketing ploy, and that and that like one of the plot points of the season would be maybe not being able to like the things you think you know you don't actually know, and then this would all turn out to be mostly true except for like one really important thing. So you think that you know everything, but you don't. That'd yeah, be but, cool. but at some point you can only be a dick to your fans. So like, I think there is a limit to that. Like at some point it's fun. And then at some point it's like, okay, we can literally never trust anything. These people say <laughs> ever again. And every moment in the show, you're like, I have no idea what I think lost might've fallen into this a little bit where it's like, I literally can't make heads or tails of anything that's happening. Cause it's so goddamn crazy. It's true. Yeah. I'm, I'm really interested to see like, what Westworld season two is going to be like. Like, I feel like they can't twist us in the ways that they did in season one. Like two timelines is never going to work again. Right. And, uh, even the twisted, I don't know. Well, I guess maybe the twist at the end was, was more, more traditional, like OMG who knew. Um, but I don't know. I'm just, I'm just fascinated. Yeah, we'll see. I think friend of the show, Zach, in the Twitch chat room uh, makes a good point. Uh, I don't think spoilers really take away from the big reveal if the reveal was worthwhile anyway. You know, I think if the show's interesting enough, even if you know what's going to happen, you still get excited for it. Yeah. And to be clear that so that podcast I listened to, like 
a bunch of the things that happened like came up as theories yep. and were discussed at length. So so like I was aware there were possibilities. So I wasn't like sad that like I knew I knew that that was something that maybe was going to happen. So so I wasn't sad that I knew. Um, but what I did like was the the sort of the pre 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 happening thought and anticipation like that that made it more fun. It like gave me more. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I got more more out of the show than I would have if I just watched the show. Now, I I think before we move on, I think the real question the fans at home want to know. Are we going to recap Westworld on this show? Because <laughs> it airs Sunday nights. We're, we come in Monday. We're fresh. A, hot takes. That's that's our big reveal is at our 200th episode, we're going to pivot <laughs> and become Westworld. I mean, it was only a matter of time before we pivoted. Why not now? <laughs> <laughs> Fail fast or whatever. Yep. Yeah, the, the best time to pivot was yesterday. The next best time is now. Or in this case, next Monday. We never learn. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll continue on here. Uh, look forward to Westward spoilers next week. Uh, let's go ahead, guys. What else in here is uh, is exciting? Or maybe none of it is. Uh, I, guess, I guess I'm excited about uh, custom Apple Watch faces. But I'm curious what you folks think. Well, I'm glad you, you asked. You Apple Watch people, if you, if you feel that need. <laughs> Well, Dan, uh, let's tell the folks at home Apple might finally allow third-party Apple Watch face support. Uh, 9to5Mac uncovered code in watchOS 4.3.1, which includes some hints to what's to come in future updates, uh, including a message that states, quote, this is where the third-party face config bundle generation would happen. Code comments. It's a placeholder reference. But it appears that Apple could allow for developers to make their own watch faces at some point in the future, which, frankly, I don't think is very surprising. But that being said... Um, I don't know, Colby. What do uh, what do you, what do you think? You're new Apple Watch. Are you, are you are you pro or con custom faces? I think I'm probably pro. Like worst worst case scenario, none of them are good, and I just use the one I've been using. But which, like, what, which one do you use, by the way? I use this one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. For, for the folks at home, that was one of the analog ones. Yeah, yeah. I um I'm surprisingly bad, maybe not unsurprisingly, I'm pretty bad at reading an analog watch face. Like I use the one with all the numbers and all the tick marks, mm -hmm. and I still can't do it right, like thirty percent of the time. Yeah, me either. Um But I don't know, like I don't really like any of the other ones, so I don't quite know why. Now, Sean, do you which which off face do you use? Oh well, I'm glad you had. I use whatever. <laughs> wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. There you go. I use I use whatever the one I want. I want digital. I want complications. I want so many goddamn complications. I want little buttons everywhere that I can push. Like to me, that is the ideal watch face and so i'm i i do i did feel limited when i first got the watch and was setting it up i'm like really this is all i you know like mickey mini buzz Lightyear, and then like a couple regular clock faces i kind of wasn't impressed um i was coming from pebble where you kind of have a lot of options which was which was neat 
So mm-hmm. um, no, if they if if Apple just made one with more customizable buttons on it, then I'd be happier. I don't really need a million different options. But I think if they do a limited sort of developer space where they can't go too, you know, they can't blow it up and make it super ugly, then I think that's fine. I just think they need more options, whether they do it or somebody else does. I just think what they offer is kind of, I I don't need like watch faces that show like a butterfly and a flower expanding in slow motion. Like that's not, no, just give me like more buttons. More complications? Yeah. Oh, I I want like the, uh, right now you just have that row of three and then like the one wide widget. But I want, mm-hmm. I want like, a giant-ass grid of just all complications is what I want. I don't know what I want. <laughs> but I'm hoping... I'm hoping you want Apple that's... to tell you what you want. Right. <laughs> well, what I'm really hoping is that, like, I don't think Apple's figured out what I want yet. So I'm hoping that they do this, and then some some smart person out there is like, I know what Colby wants, and they make make a watch face just for me. Just for me. I think that would be I've, nice. So I've had an Apple Watch for so long at this point that I don't feel the need for this anymore. I like the idea in theory, but I'm not I'm not like jonesing for it. But I kind of do like the idea of well, one thing that I haven't quite gotten the handle of is when certain apps, like if I'm listening to Overcast, when the Overcast app is front facing, but it's not the watch face. Like, what I would love is watch faces that change based on your use. The Siri watch face. Okay, but without Siri, because I hate Siri. So, so, <laughs> what do you mean? So what I want is a watch face where, like, the top third is the time and the date, and then the bottom third changes based on your activity. So maybe if you're listening to Overcast, it's Overcast, but the time is still there, and it's still your regular this watch face. This is the face. Siri watch face. It's not, this is though. The one I use. It doesn't work. I don't like it. Have you tried I'll try it, it again. I'll try it again. I tried it when I first got the watch. I didn't like it. I will, for you, Dan, I will try it again. Because okay. <laughs> all it, because it didn't, maybe, maybe then just not enough apps are integrated. I don't know. Yeah, the Overcast app I removed because the default sound integration thing is better. Mm. Uh, so if you're playing Overcast and uh, you do not have the Overcast app installed, it will show you the widget because you're listening to sound on your phone. Yeah, and also the Overcast with uh, app doesn't allow you to control sound level with the digital crown. I don't think. Right. Which is very annoying. Whereas the the sound widget does. Yes. Yeah. Did you know, Dan? By the yes. way. Yes. That you can set. You know what? You know you're on your AirPods when you double tap them, it mm-hmm. activates Siri, and then when you like pull one out, it stops playing. Do you know you mm-hmm. can set each EarPod to do something different? No. So you make like if you double tap on the left one, it's Siri, and you double tap on the right one, it pauses your music, or like it, you can program it to do different shit. Oh. You know, like if you take out the right that. one, it stops playing, but if you take out the left one, it'll keep playing. It's not very Apple-y at all. It's crazy. It's, they they cool. buried in the settings. I was so impressed. I have I have another Apple Watch fun trick. Ooh. Did you know that you can change the crazy circle grid of icons into a freaking list? I told you how to do that. Oh, you told me I told that? you on the it's, show how to do that. Oh, uh, it's changed my usage of the of the, the watch. Those those <laughs> those little bubbles were awful. They were awful. Mm-hmm. That was the first thing I changed. It's, they're fun to scooch around, but after that, so impractical. Yeah. Yeah. 
I like to uh, I like to think of myself as a ruthless alphabetizer, and I appreciate that the list is in <laughs> alphabetical order. Yeah, ruthless alphabetizer. Where'd you pick that habit up? Work. Your local library. Pain. <laughs> JavaScript. That's, that's that's the answer. <laughs> I because I, I knew that about you when it came to JavaScript, but I didn't know if it started there. Like, do you alphabetize other things in your life? Well, now do you alphabetize other things in your life? Like totally your, your books or anything? Not books, but like I don't know. Like if I ever type out a list of things, like if I. If I if I typed out Colby our our a list of our names, I would say Colby, Dan, and Sean because it's in alphabetical order. Sure. <laughs> also, you put yourself first, but that's hey, you know what? That's, no, no it's hey, just what? Hey, alphabetical Colby, order. it's fine. I'm not going to judge you. We need a Bethany on the show or a Ben or something. Right. Actually, it is funny right. because I and I don't know why I ever, I don't know what. Yeah, I have no idea why. But in our in the episode, when you look us up on iTunes or anywhere, it's Dan Miller, Colby Rabidou, Sean Jennings. I, and I don't know why it's in that order because it's not. It's all- like it's like a scientific paper. It's listed in terms of uh, the prominence of the contributor to the effort. Sure, Dan. <laughs> sure, sure, <laughs> sure. The, I think I think the real explanation is I I made that RSS feed before I had picked up this habit. Mm, that would make <laughs> sense. I just like how I'm last no matter what. So and then it's carried through. To everything else. It's lasted to this day. Actually, we could, we could do it by last name and then it'd be Jennings Miller Rabidou. Mm. Well, uh, Game Nights is alphabetical. It's Colby, Dan, Matt, and Sean. So that one, I that one we, we fixed that one. What about up for debate? Uh, that's Matt and Sean. So that's alphabetical by first name. Damn. Um, anywho, uh, that is your Apple Watch coverage for today. We got time for another story, guys. Don't all jump at once. Sweden, Sweden. <laughs> the uh, one thing we've—I don't think we've ever ch- uh, chanted here on the show before, but you know we like Sweden, so we'll talk about it. Sweden is heading towards becoming the world's first completely cashless society, but not everyone there is excited about it. This is interesting. I didn't know this. Um, in only a quarter of people living in Sweden say they use cash at least once a week. And the proportion of cash transaction in retail there dropped from 40% in 2010 to just 15% today. That means, you do the math, 85% of transactions are non-cash. Do you know what these uh, stats are in, like, the United States? Uh, No, but there was a good number in here. Oh, so here you go. Eurostat figure, uh, well, okay, this maybe isn't the same. 85% of Swedish people in a wide age range bank online. The EU average is 51%. Okay. So quite a difference there. Well, um, interesting. There was also an interesting... It's because it's so goddamn cold there, they can't, they can't, <laughs> they're not willing to go outside. I'm sure they've never heard that joke before. Uh, no, uh, and interestingly enough, cash is only handled in seven out of a total of 118 branches of the biggest bank in the country. Uh, so they're heading away from that. The issue is that people like senior citizens... Don't feel comfortable about it. Um, they like to pay with cash, and they don't. They're not comfortable using a card. They give an example of a woman who had to pay six euro, or seventy-five kronor, to pay back a friend who booked a train ticket for her because she couldn't write a check. I don't know, guys. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, the the problem with 
these digital payment methods is that they are they require standards mm -hmm. like cash doesn't really like you sort of standardize on a currency but beyond that there's no like oh well you didn't hand me the, you can't hand me the money in the way i expect so uh it's not gonna work cash always works uh like i had this problem the first time i went to the eu back in the day before american credit cards would give you chip Yep. When the train ticket vendor vending machine only took chip cards, I couldn't get a ticket. Yep. Unless I was at like a main station with a a booth and a person and everything. Hmm. Uh, more more recently, when we were in the EU, we did have chip cards, but they required a, a signature, hmm. which right. uh, also didn't work with the machine. right. Because well, it worked with the machine, but n the 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 waiter or waitress at every restaurant we went to never had a pin. So right. if I go back there, I'm bringing like a box of pins <laughs> with me. <laughs> Keep it. This one's on me. Yeah, just spread <laughs> pens across the Johnny uh, yeah. Pen Seed, something like that. <laughs> Maybe I'll put I'll get pens with like Amer America themed pens on them, so, so they know what it's. For. <laughs> Keep oh, get, it. Get, Keep don't it. panic themed pens. That's oh, called guerrilla marketing. Don't, don't don't go there, Dan. You know I'll put our logo on anything. <laughs> on anything. On <laughs> anything. I'll put it on my deep fryer. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, yeah, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I'm I, not I, buying I, it. I don't. I don't. I don't want. I love the convenience. Don't get me wrong, but I just think there's something. I'm gonna be. There are just so many downsides to having an uh, an all, you know, we've talked about it on the show before, it is unfair to um, the sort of poor communities who don't have access to the technology, to older communities who aren't as familiar with the technology. Um, it's very bad in the event of a crisis or a war um, that there's no physical currency. I think that the, um, there was one more point that I cannot think of. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and it's just oh oh, and the fact that it gives um, banks and financial institutions way too much control because mm. you don't own, you don't you don't physically have control over. I mean, I guess they still do because they hold the physical money too a lot of the times. But you know, I think when you move to digital, it is it is less in the hands of the consumer. So I love the convenience, and I think we should move in that direction. I just think this idea of going one hundred percent digital is kind of insane yeah it the not to toot my own horn but having worked at a company that made a digital app that took payments in person it is amazing how often the internet goes down or like there's a random problem yep. and how many times have you walked into one of these you know fancy hipster coffee places and like sorry man we're taking cash right now well, the system's down uh it happens i don't know at least to me probably yeah. once or twice a year yeah, the, the fancy donut store I go to, Mrs. Murphy's in Southwick, Mass. Great donuts. They take cash only. That's my four-score list right now. Uh, actually, yeah. Actually, if you are in the Southwick area, they're very good donuts. Mrs. Murphy's? Mrs. Murphy's. Irish okay. donuts. They're great. I mean, Irish they're regular, donuts? Well, no, no, they're regular donuts, but Mrs. Murphy is Irish. <laughs> she makes regular okay. donuts. <laughs> are, are Irish donuts like Irish coffee? They have whiskey in them? <laughs> They're, they're, that's, that's the cream filling. They're filled with corned yeah. beef. You got your ice cream filling. Yeah, that actually sounds very good. Uh, no, 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 regular donuts. But anyway, very good. Only takes cash. I've encountered a number of places that that's the case, and I'm and I'm glad because I think businesses should have the option 
You know, if, if, if there was a way to do digital transactions that had no fees, like, although I guess that's not fair because there are fees associated with cash. If your business gets big enough, you've got to handle armored trucks and, 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 and physically moving the money to and from the business. So I guess that's not really fair, but you know, I don't know. I think this is, I think this is just an opportunity where the small guys need to win. I don't want the big guys to win on this. Damn it. On, they win on America, everything else. It's America. We're all about the big guys. No, I know. Yeah, look, hey, capitalism, super I duper. Like I can use my I phone did... to pay for things? Wow. <laughs> I did oh, recently cool. feel like... I, I can do that more and more now. I've been noticing. Oh, it's great. Oh, I do it all the time, as much as possible, but... Use your phone to pay for stuff? Yeah. That's cool. I Recently, I was thinking that I should get a bunch of cash and hide it in my apartment somewhere in case of emergency. Like, what if, I don't know. Are you becoming a prepper, Colby? Do you have a small <laughs> bag? A small, I don't, I don't have a go bag yet. Mm. Yeah. But I could. Put it next I mean, to if I your... got a bunch of cash, I it, could put it, it, it put certainly wouldn't have an bag. iPhone in it, your go bag. You're going to, you're going to have some cash. Yeah, put it next yeah. to your freeze dries, ready to eat meals and your anti-radiation pills and you'll be good to go. Your Alex Jones powder, man. <laughs> yeah, get rid of those folds uh, on your brain. Uh, are anti-radiation pills a real thing? That's just in Fallout, right? No, no, no. Well, they're not anti-radiation pills. I forget what they're called, but there is a pill that you're supposed to take to help. Oh, cool. But it's I called Rataway. Right <laughs> <laughs> yup, it's all real. Oh no, Rad X is the one you take before. Rataway is the one you take after. <laughs> <laughs> so glad you cleared that up <laughs> thank you because we would have gotten so many letters the fans on the message boards would have been going bonkers if we didn't clear uh, that up uh. <laughs> I, I still can't believe they never made Nuka cola oh my god okay we gotta move off this moving on uh no Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we've got time for one more quick story. We're running a little ahead, if my if my uh, counting is uh, correct. I guess the leaking memos thing is pretty funny. Okay. Yeah, let's talk about that. Uh, guys, do you know the best way to get your memo leaked? Uh, a lot of people don't know this. Work in the, in the Donald Trump White House. Uh, <laughs> true. <laughs> but the joke I was going for is, Write a memo about leaking memos. It's guaranteed uh, to leak. Uh, it's the, the Barbara Streisand effect of memos. Yeah, so that's exactly what happened to Apple. Uh, they warned employees to stop leaking internal information on future plans, uh, and they wrote a memo about it, and it leaked. Uh, according to this lengthy memo posted to its internal blog, it's caught 29 leakers last year and sent 12 of them for criminal charges. Quote, these people not only lose their jobs, they can face extreme difficulty finding employment elsewhere. Um, Apple outlined situations in which information was leaked to the media, including a meeting earlier this year where Apple software engineering head Craig Federici, Craig the hair Federici, told employees that some planned iPhone software features would be delayed. We talked about that on the show. Apple also cited a yet-to-be-released software package that revealed details about the unreleased iPhone X and new Apple Watch. Um, the crackdown is part of a broader and longer-running attempt by Silicon Valley technology companies to track and limit what information employees share publicly what other silicon valley technology company does this 
Um, uh, there was uh, I scrolled past it, but it was saying something about it. I guess there was the Facebook uh, internal discussion thing a couple weeks ago. Uh, Facebook executive Sheryl Sandberg last week talked about her disappointment with leakers. In 2016, Google fired an employee after the person shared internal posts criticizing an executive. Hmm. The When I worked at Facebook, they told us we would be fired if we leaked stuff. Or at least, I, I don't know. I guess the circumstances were perhaps taken into account, but it was floated as a possibility, oh, sure. I guess. <laughs> Well, I'm sure that there's all kinds of paperwork you have to sign. So oh, you don't yeah, do totally. that. Right. Right. I it's think not, it would it? Pro- probably depend on what 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 it was you leaked and the circumstances under which you you leaked it. Psst, I got a secret. They've got free snacks. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> it's between uh, us. But it has a possibility. That that that's why I've uh <laughs> That's why I've chosen to work in industries where no one really cares if you leak. Like why? Because you can't. You can't. Uh, you would be a leaker. No, but it's like I could talk on this show about the the secret technologies we're developing for the future of commercial flow slope roofing, but I don't think anyone would care. Um, these are these are a bit more high profile than that. Yeah. Roofs are important, though. I don't know. Oh, look. Hey, man. They Today, we learned a valuable lesson. They keep you dry even when it's raining out. But uh, but no, I won't spill any of the company's secrets this time. Yeah, New York should uh, take out a contract with the OMG. Man, we, we make it happen. It is our slogan, after all. And we don't just say it. We, we, we need it. to get some stuff. We need to get some stuff happening. We, we, we're making it happen, Dan. I'm telling you. We're... I, 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 you know what? I actually can. You, can, you want me to leak? A, I can leak a little something. You want me to leak a little something? Yeah, it's, just, it's so late in the show. Everyone's tuned out. Uh, we have this is this is pop, a lot of companies do this. It's popular. They make up stickers, real life uh-huh. stickers, not uh-huh. the virtual oh, okay. kind, the real ones. Not like these, like you not like the iMessage. No, stickers. not that bullshit. No, 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 real <laughs> stickers. And then and then what they do is you put it on your hard hat or on your tools up on the roof. We yeah. got some OMG stickers. We're going to be giving them away. Oh, All you got to do is give us God. your address. We'll send you free st- a free sheet of OMG stickers. That's all it takes? That's literally it. So next week, follow us at OMG Roofing on Twitter, and we will tweet out a link. And you go there, you give us your mailing address. We'll send you stickers for free. And you can stick them on stuff, anything you want. Whoa. Can I put them on my laptop? You can put them all over your laptop. And we've got great stickers like... Our business logo and uh, what else? Do you have any like fun little joke stickers? Oh, like, oh, damn. Yeah, I can't believe it's uh, synthetic roofing. No, we have one where it's a picture of our edge metal and it says, oh, snap, because it's perma snap and you snap it on the roof. I see. So these are goddamn dope. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I will tell you that. So look for at OMG Roofing. Follow. Get your stickers. But this is, this is a secret. Nobody knows about this. Okay. So don't tell anyone. High stakes stuff. Thanks again to OMG Roofing for sponsoring the show. We couldn't do it without you. I mean, technically that's true. They do pay me, and that money gets funneled directly into this. So <laughs> technically we couldn't do it without them. You're not wrong. 
Oh boy. Uh, we are going to move on to picks because God damn it. It's that time. Uh, the part of the show where each of us brings something we want to share. We actually have a pretty diverse list of picks here this week. Uh, whose turn is it to go first? Not Just. my turn. Cause I went last week. I mean, I'm happy to go again, but I'll go trying to keep it like round I'll Robin. Go. No, well, we never remember. I'll go first. Um, uh, guys, I've been outfitting, as everyone who's been watching the show knows, I've been outfitting my house with all kinds of crazy, smart stuff. I've got the light bulbs and the thermostat and the TV and the Alexa and the Siri and the... I've too much, frankly, but I thought I'd add more. I've always wanted sure. a security camera. That was the one extra piece my my setup was missing. Uh, but they're really expensive. They're, you gotta drop like 150 bucks on an S cam. They're crazy expensive. And I saw a post about WiseCam, W-Y-Z-E-C-A-M, WiseCam. And they said, it's a security camera, a smart home camera that is $20. What? I said, that's insane. I do not believe it. And people were vouching for it. They say it's pretty great. And they just came out with their version too. And it's even better. And I said, bullshit. $20 is a low enough price point, as I've proven on the show, that I will try anything. And I did. So I bought Challenge one. accepted, by the way, but go on. Absolutely. And so uh, I bought it and it's actually pretty great for, for tw- I mean, look, it doesn't have all of these like super smart features that you know, it doesn't have AI. It's not going to learn you from your dog, but it's a camera. The quality is really nice. I'll show you guys. You guys want to see what my uh, my house looks like in the night night vision? Yeah, we go. We'll put this up on camera for the folks at home to see. That's my dining table and my kitchen and that's my condo. But with night vision. And, oh my god, who's that? Ah, huh. That's it. Do, it is funny too because it does motion sense. I mean, I mean, I live alone, so I motion senses me. It's like motion alert, and I'm like, yeah, it's me, you dumb. So it's not that smart, but but you can set certain parameters. The quality of the camera is very good. I was very impressed. The app is very simple, but you can do playback. It's got like limited cloud functionality, but you can put a memory card in it and record a bunch of stuff. Um, the app is really nice. Uh, it's, I think they say if the integration is coming, it's not there yet. It's on its way. The night vision is really nice. It worked. The, the quality is really good, especially with the infrared. It's got like a microphone in it and a speaker. So you can talk out of it. It does all that kind of stuff. And for 20 bucks, it's like, it's such a no brainer for me. Like I'm probably going to get another one for my front door. Uh, it's great. It's great. I was, I was actually seriously impressed so far anyway. It's been like two weeks, but, uh, you can check it out. Wise have an outdoor thing. If you're going to be putting it, like, what do you mean by your front door? Yeah, so uh, I haven't decided yet. Probably because of where my front door is, I would probably put it in the window and point it out. But, like, my back door, which is at ground level by my garage, that one I would probably put outside. You can put this outside. I don't think it's, like, super waterproof. But if it's under something, I think you're, like, I have an outcropping. So I think you're okay at that point. Outcropping. Wow, fancy. Yes. Have you found anything cool with it yet? Any, like, deer poking through your house or anything? No, no, Dan. My house is about as boring as you would. Although there are a lot of loud, because it's got, it's got motion detection and sound detection. And there are a lot mm-hmm. of weird, loud bangs when I'm not home. And I don't know where they come from. But mm-hmm. I'll play back the video, and it'll, you know, I'll get, like, sound detected. I'll play it back. It'll just be, like, the most nothing is happening. And then just bang. What the hell is... So, I don't know what my neighbors are doing during the day, but... They're being loud. So anyway, there you go. Wise cam. Check it out. For 20 bucks, it's really not bad. If you're in the market for a camera, try it. See what you think. 
Uh, Colby, what do you uh, what do you have here? This looks technical. Uh, it's a little technical. Recently at work, I found myself needing to do some Postgres database administration. Light, light Postgres database administration. <laughs> um, and I used to have this app that I use for MySQL database administration. But unfortunately, it does not work with with Postgres. So I had to find a new one. And I stumbled across this one called Postico. Uh, you can use it for free. I uh, Some of the features are behind, like, there are some features that you can only use if you pay for it. Um, but the thing that I like most about it is, one, it's like very Mac OS-y. It looks nice. It's like pretty utilitarian. So far, it's it's done everything I needed it to do. And it, it like when you're making changes to stuff, it does this cool thing where like it shows you the changes before you like save them sort of. And then you can also like see this the sequel that it's generated, which is really cool. Um, so if uh, light Postgres database administration is, is something you find yourself needing to do, <laughs> that sounds, <laughs> you know, for better or worse, I'm not saying it's something you should do. Um but but if it happens, if it comes up, uh, this might be a useful thing to have. So, uh, warning, I was just being told a story over the weekend about how someone was using... What, which MySQL uh, client did you use, Colby? Oh, it, it, it's called like SQL or something spelled Is weird. Is it the pancake icon? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So someone is using the pancake icon... Uh, at Etsy, uh-huh. and they connected the production database and took the entire site down because yeah. the thing does all these other queries to like power the views and like prepare data for features uh, that you might not even know exist. Uh, so be careful. Yeah, I would not have uh, thought about that. My, like I said, light light database administration. <laughs> Both the administration and the database are pretty light. So. <laughs> That's good. That's yeah. that's where you want to keep it. Don't don't get too much. Don't get too many users. You'll you'll just regret mm, it. No. Well, there, uh, there are dozens of them, <laughs> tens of them even. Very cool. Uh, Zach in the chat. Uh, Postico is quite nice. He's a fan as well. He mentions Colby, the full stack developer. So, yes. I don't know if that's good or bad. It's happening. It's happening. It, it, it is your life. One way or another, Colby. No more of this JavaScript bullshit for you anymore. You're in it. You're in the shit. I don't know. I I I for it might all be the same. <laughs> it smells the same. Must be JavaScript. Uh, Dan, what do you uh, sent us home? What do you What do you got? Yeah. Uh, over I guess this was a couple of weeks ago now. Over Easter break, I watched uh, Ugly Delicious, a Netflix show. It's one of those Netflix food shows. I picked. Uh, I'm pretty sure I picked Chef's Table in the past. Uh, Ugly Delicious is by a chef in New York, so you know it feels sort of close to home. But the thing I like about it, you know, I love Chef's Table, and it's got like the the exquisite camera work, and the some of the best restaurants and chefs in the world are featured on it. But it, it at times can feel a little, you know, a little much. Like when, when the third chef is like, and I just decided to throw out all the rules and uh, I made a dish that only had bubble gum in it. It's like, okay. Uh, 
Ugly Delicious is not that at all. It's just like, yo, let's get some like some tacos. Let's get some crayfish. Let's get the best tacos in the world. And let's just, you know, put them on screen and talk to the people making them about stuff. Uh, and the first episode is the pizza episode, which features uh, my favorite pizza in Connecticut, Pepe's Pizza, and my favorite pizza in New York. Uh, both in the same episode, so I was immediately endeared. It, it's pretty good. Uh, it's a lot less pretentious than some of these other shows. So if you like them, or if you don't like them, either way, check out Ugly Delicious. Very cool. Available on Netflix. Fun fact, Dan. Uh, this is of the three of the last four weeks, you've picked something on Netflix. Yeah. So you're really getting your money's worth out of your subscription. I Yeah. And I, I think next week, well, I already... Okay, never mind. <laughs> Don't spoil it. Keep Legion. it going. Keep it I going. already picked Legion. The season two, season two, episode one is so insane. It's even crazier than season one, episode one. Oh, my God. Wow. That's saying I, something. I was laughing, and like, uh, it was yeah. Let's just say that one of the main characters, apparently, I'm only one episode in, just has a basket on their head. That that that's just who they are. You never see their face. They just they're just wearing a basket. Hmm. Uh, is Legion? Are those going up on Hulu as they come out, or is it not? A- uh, I don't know. I don't have Hulu anymore. Um, I'll have to check it out. I uh, uh, I don't know. I totally have a cable subscription that has FX, and I can use the FX app now on my Apple TV. Well, look mm. at you, big spending millennial, and your cable subscription. I don't have a cable subscription. I'm just what? kidding. I mean, Tan plugged his cord back in, no longer cutting it. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not on Hulu, Colby. It, the first season is the though, first right? season is. Yeah. Yeah. Colby, did you watch the first season? Yeah. Oh, good. I finished it eventually. I think Emily and I wa- ended up watching it together. I had started it and like it was a lot to do by myself. <laughs> I need. It was, it was like I needed to like talk about it with someone and uh just not be alone i don't know (laughs) (laughs) wow what'd you think uh i i liked it i'm i imagine i liked liked the lot she liked twin peaks indeed yeah i like the way that there was a lot going on and it was like fun to watch in the way that there were things like things to remember from past episodes. Like I enjoy that. I enjoy shows like Westworld. I also like the way that his, the, the main character guy's character evolved. Like at the beginning he was like kind of like quirky and dorky and fun. And he was like pretty, pretty freaking evil kind of at the end, Mm -hmm. which was crazy. Uh, the the way that they like I haven't watched a more beautiful TV show since Breaking Bad. Uh, it's just so every scene is so much fun. Like it feels like you could pause any frame and just look at it and be like, "Wow, mm-hmm. <laughs> how do they do this?" That's you felt that way about Breaking Bad. Yeah, like there are scenes <clears throat> I still like. There are iconic scenes that just like look cool in Breaking mm. Bad. Yeah, once, no once cable television started getting real budgets, they've done mm. a lot of good work. <clears throat> Be cool. 
I haven't. I never watched Breaking Bad. I watched like three episodes. That's all. Yeah, Can I gotta... watched the first season and then skipped to the third season. No, isn't the third season the bad one? Or is it? No, I thought it. It's funny because the first a scene that comes to mind as beautiful is the pool scene, but that's like the most pointless scene at the yeah. same time. That that season is the reason I stopped watching Breaking Bad. I thought that was season two, but maybe I'm wrong. Okay, whatever whatever the planes one was was that killed it from. Anyway, we're I gotta get off. I loved the Legion pilot. I thought it was amazing, and then I just never got around to watching the rest of it. So uh, I gotta get caught up. The pilot's really good. If that were a movie, I would have been like, whoa. <laughs> You know, <clears throat> yeah, it'd be like some sort of, uh, I don't know. Would have made a great movie. Like, uh, yeah, it would have made a great movie. Uh, anyway, we've got to wrap it up here. Thanks, folks, for joining us. I think we did better the second time around. Anyway, uh, this has <laughs> been another episode of Don't Panic. Of course, our website is Don'tPanic.io. You can go there. These guys built it. It's very nice. You can get the audio, the video, and the pics. Uh, the best place to get them. We'll have links right there. You don't even have to remember what we talked about. You can just go right to the website and check it out. Also, you can find the places to subscribe to the show and where you get podcasts. We, of course, recommend Overcast or iTunes, but really anywhere is fine. We're probably there. You can also get the video version on YouTube at youtube.com slash don'tpanicshow. Of course, follow us at don'tpanicshow on Twitter and email us don'tpanicshow at gmail.com. We will be back next Monday night with more tech news. But until then, we have to wrap up. So on behalf of Dan and Colby, I'm Sean. Thanks, everybody out there for joining us. It's been a pleasure as always. We'll see you next time for more tech news and good times here on Don't Panic.